Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of Quick Conversations for the Long Haul of Leadership. I'm here with uh, Todd Bolsinger again. Hi, Todd. How are you doing? Hello, Marcus. Good to be with you again. Uh, Today, we're going to look at a quote from Edwin Friedman uh, from his book, A Failure of Nerve, which is a fantastic book. And uh, everybody... Uh, all every leader should should read this book, but here's the quote. Um, this is what it says. I'll read it a couple times. It says, "In any type of situ- uh, institution, in any type of institution whatsoever, when a self-directed, imaginative, energetic, or creative member is being consistently frustrated and sabotaged rather than encouraged and supported, what will turn out to be true, one hundred percent of the time." regardless of whether the disruptors are supervisors, subordinates, or peers, is that the person at the top, at the very top of that institution, is a peacemonger. All right, I'm going to read it again, but let me just kind of say something here, because he's talking about three different people or categories of people. There's the self-directed, imaginative, energetic, creative person, there's the leader, and then there's everybody else, right? And so how does the leader respond to this creativity. So let me read it one more time. And then Todd, I'll turn to you to (laughs) help us unpack this. So in any type of institution whatsoever, when a self-directed, imaginative, energetic, or creative member, right? That's that person is being consistently frustrated and sabotaged by everyone else. In other words, rather than encouraged and supported, What will turn out to be true 100% of the time, regardless of whether the disruptors are supervisors, subordinates, or peers, is that the person at the very top of that institution is a peacemonger. That's such a strong word. Um, Okay, so Todd, uh, thoughts on this? Uh, What do you you help us understand what's going on here? Well, this is actually one of uh, Friedman's classic quotes, and it's both an indictment of almost Mm -hmm. every one of us who've ever been in leadership, and it also shows us, it gives us a peek at the larger system. So what he's basically saying is sabotage happens because the system allows it to happen. So mm. some, so you bring in a new staff person, they're all excited, they got new initiatives. Yeah. And next thing you know, we've got the old, you know, we've never done it this way before, right. or there's resistance or people are like, well, sure, we'll help. And then they don't. And, and what he's saying is if that happens over and over and over again, what you can know to be sure, he says 100% mm-hmm. of the time mm-hmm. is yeah. the person at the very top is a peacemonger. Yeah. And what he meant by that is someone who, in their gut when push comes to shove, prefers organizational stability and co- harmony to transformation. Yeah. yeah, and that's the hard thing. And and what I said is, for many of us, this is an indictment because we've been the leader, yeah. we've been the person, you know, who's had to, who didn't even realize, like almost never does a person say, "I'm going to start today to lead in such a way that all my best people will be frustrated." Yep. But this is actually what happens is the most creative people get frustrated because they get sabotaged because yep. the person at the top because of their own anxiety cares more about peace than transformation. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy. I think especially for pastors who like to love everybody, you know, um, yeah. we are prone to peacemongering. And that word peacemonger is such a strong word. I'm, a, I'm in Enneagram 9, which is a peacemaker. Uh, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> well, so this is interesting. I This is when I think about Friedman. He used, to, he was Jewish, right? Mm-hmm. So, but he spoke to a lot of Christian audiences. Mm-hmm. And what he would get is resistance from Christians to his ideas who would then quote Bible back to him. Yeah. And so they would say, aren't we supposed to be at peace with all people? And aren't we supposed to, you know, and he would say, I think, and he, I think what he was doing here is he was tweaking and saying, you want to be peacemakers, but actually what you are is peacemongers. Mm, Like you've taken it one step further because Jesus, who's the peacemaker also said, I come and bring a sword. Like he's got work to do. Right. right? And I I think the truth is true peacemaking sometimes involves Mm -hmm. conflict or tension. Yes. Right. Um, I'll give you a quick little example from my own life as a pastor. We had a creative, energetic person who said, hey, let's put a compost bin on the church campus. And we did. It was fine. Everyone was for it. And then after some time, he was managing it well, but then rats showed up. (laughs) And it was a little bit too close to the preschool. Right, right, right. And the preschool director said, we can't have rats, understood, right? And so we had this session meeting, uh, Board of Elder meetings, right, Um, where we said, hey, we got to get rid of the compost bin for the you know hygiene of our campus and the preschool and all that. And he said, fine, I'll... I'll I'll, t- I'll get rid of it. It was very tense. He was not happy about this. You know, he was very passionate about composting and um, and it was good. Um, one of the other elders was like, hey, if he doesn't get rid of it, I'll get rid of it. Um, I was like, no, 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 no. Now, here's where the peacemonger in me came out. I should have mm-hmm. said, I just, I, w- I wanted to get out of this meeting, right? I wanted to get, get it done, be, have it over with, but I should have said, when will you get rid of the compost bin to the guy who had initially put it in? Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And that led to even more conflict and it led to even more, I don't know, just tension and not a good, the next Mm -hmm. nine months was just uh, tough because I wanted to get out of a difficult situation. I was peacemongering, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we could have had some really good transformation, but we didn't. Well, well, and here's the other thought is what, one of the things I, when we're coaching people and we're yeah. working them, especially through like our cohorts, they always run into peacemongering experiences. Mm. So we tell them, okay, so what you need to do is name the competing values, mm. right? Name yeah. the competing values. So, and you've got to name them in a way that they're both valuable. So to say, okay, we have this ministry yeah. that is, has this garden that has this composter. Yeah. And this is really important to us. And here's the value behind it. We have this preschool that has this, that has these mm. values behind it. These yeah. are competing values. So let's bring the people together and we're going to yeah. talk together about how we're going to have to solve this. It's yeah. probably not going to be a win-win. Somebody's going to experience loss, mm-hmm. but it's got to be built around our values of transformation. And so all of a sudden, now the conversation gets gets leveraged into instead of sat instead of energetic people getting sabotaged, they get to be part of figuring out is there a different solution or a way forward yeah. where we can stay in that process as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. One last question. This is a quick conversation, so maybe just a minute or so. <laughs> but um, yeah, how do you, how do how can a 
a, a leader, a pastor, a leader become less of a peacemonger? Do you have any thoughts on on that? Well, I think one of the parts to do is pay attention to your own anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, well, you just yeah. modeled it really beautifully, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Once you get aware of the fact that like, look, I'm getting uncomfortable here, so yeah. I want out. Instead, yeah. asking yourself, how can I calm down and stay focused on the mission that we're trying to accomplish here? Um, in, in one of the works that we talk about, Thriving Through Ministry Conflict, it talks about your red zone and your blue zone. How do you stay committed to the mission? The blue zone's about the mission. Our red zone that makes us anxious is about me. Make it not about me and make it about the mission and you'll peace more with less. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Good. So again, uh, this is from the book, uh, A Failure of Nerve by Edwin Friedman. And uh, thanks, Todd. Nice to be with you. Well, thanks for listening to this quick conversation with Todd Bolsinger. If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on Spiritual Life and Leadership. Music